So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Got a five-star review here from Albert Ramirez. Albert Ramirez says, My real estate business isn't the same since I started listening to your podcast around two months ago. Every morning I wake up to hear all the practical thoughts on how to improve my practice. Thank you. No, thank you, Albert Ramirez, for your five-star review. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want, or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first, and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great returning guest. Mr. James Shelby from Temecula, California is on the line. And James is knocking a dead bit on the show once before, uh, probably about 200 episodes ago. And I was excited to get him back uh, to see what he is up to nowadays. So without further ado, James, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars. Mr. Pat Hyben, thank you for having me on again. I appreciate it. Hey, James, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they can get to know you better? Um, well, last time I kind of gave the rundown of my story, so I'll keep it pretty brief. I've been in the business. Uh, this is going to be going into my fifth year. And um, last year we did – you want want me to give the numbers now? Or? Yeah, go for it, yeah. Sure. I know you're getting into it. I've, I've been a long-time listener. <laughs> long-time listener. So I know what, uh, what the questions are here. So we'll get right into it. My – my uh, total sales for last year, it's myself. Just to clarify, it, uh, I have myself, and then I brought on a, a buyer's agent. I was just getting overwhelmed, and I brought her on about mid-year. So yeah. between her and I, we did 58 sales, totaling 390 in uh, GCI. And then after paying her, I, we'll get into taxes. I don't know what that's going to end up being. But after marketing expenses, things like that, we're going to – keep about 250 of that. So I was proud of that. All right, cool. That's awesome. And thanks for jumping right. <laughs> ready there. All right. So uh, what's your market like there now? You know, Pat, um, just like everyone else, we got hit pretty hard with the whole recession. Uh, and ever since I would say about 2013, the summer of 2013 is when we really started seeing an increase in prices and uh, it just has not stopped since then especially the last year or two um, not a lot of inventory low inventory 
a lot of buyers and uh, prices just keep going up. Homes are selling quickly. So when you say prices keep going up since 2013, if I bought a house in 2013 for say 300 grand, what would it be worth now? Well, I'll, I'll give you an example of, of a, a house I bought in 2013. Actually, I bought it for 126,000. This is in a town over where I it wasn't in Temecula. It was in a town over. I do a lot of business there. That home now is worth about 260,000. Doubled. Yes. Doubled. Double. Yep. Huh. Do you know what that house would have sold for in 2007? Well, it was a short sale, so I can tell you it sold brand new. It was a, built in 2007 for 200 and I, I believe it's 285,000. So you're still below. <laughs> Excuse me. The peak. Still but below the peak in, in that market, yes, in that particular town. Now, actually all around, yeah, we're in my within a 45-minute radius of, of where I live and, and work, we're still not quite to those 2007 you know, prices yet. Hmm, that's interesting. Very interesting. And if people look at that peak, right, like it's, um, oh, it's still below the peak. It's still a good deal. But what does the, I mean, the peak may have been wrong. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting when you look at the same exact house and watch its history, right? Like, like you've done, how it, it went down, if foreclosed on or short sale went down, you bought it. Now it's gone back up, but not quite there. You'll eventually sell it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I sold it probably a, a year too early. I sold it for two, uh, 38. So I, I sold a little too early. Maybe. I would have kept it, but the tax rate was just crazy in that neighborhood. I would have kept it as a rental, but I was giving away way too much in taxes. So, like what, what were the taxes on something like that? The tax rate, when you add in the special assessments and all that garbage, was about 2.2%, which out here is a lot. Now, I know you get into some states. So that's five not grand a month you were paying on. I mean, five grand a year you were paying on that for a house you bought. Yes, and for a a price uh, for a house that price out here was it just didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, you're paying uh, two hundred bucks. Yeah. No, you're paying four hundred bucks. Yeah, four hundred. Yep, four hundred dollars a month just in just in taxes. Um, okay, cool. All right, so I want to talk to you a little bit about collaboration with lenders and title companies and that sort of thing. And I know you got yeah. some, something neat going on in that arena. So why don't you tell me about that? Well, Pat, you know, I, I, I've been listening to your show a long time, and um, I told you off the air that as a single agent or as a newer agent, I always enjoyed listening to, to uh, agents that were single agents as well, right? So I wanted to talk about collaboration within the industry, um, and it's been a huge, huge part of my success, and it's something I'm planning on doubling down uh, in 2018 on. And I think, you know, it, it's tougher when you're a brand new agent to collaborate with, with um, you know, it, depending on your state, there are certain RESPA rules, right? What you can do regarding marketing and what lenders or title are allowed to do, um, helping you out monetarily, you know, towards marketing. So, but even before I was selling a lot of properties, I found that the best way to, I guess, how can I say it? You know, when we get into the business, 
a lot of, I think, agents treat other agents like everyone's my competition. It's dog eat dog. I'm not going to share anything with anyone. I kind of did the opposite. I developed great relationship with agents within the industry. And I can't stress how important that is to new agents or even agents that have been in the business a long time. Um, I'll give you an example. When I got into this business, I went into the, the local board and I met an agent who was getting their license at the same time. Uh, we, we were just basically getting the business in, this, in the same time. And we started, we, we developed a friendship, we exchanged numbers. And about a year later, we both went in, we combined our numbers and we actually tackled a huge shark in our industry, uh, an investor who owned about 150 homes. And, you know, on my own or on his own, I don't think we would have been able to get this guy's attention. What, what does that mean you tackled him? Meaning uh, we went in, we, we, I had been trying to contact this guy forever and he wasn't giving me the time of day. Finally was able to set an interview with this guy because I wanted to earn his business, right? I wanted to help him buy and sell. Buying and selling rental properties. Or yes, correct. Like Flips, but mainly buy and holds. And uh, so I collaborated with this local agent and I said, hey, let's put our numbers together. Let's, let's uh, create almost like a resume, like a business, you know, like if you were going to get a job interview. We went in, we put this together, and we were able to, to start doing business with this guy. Now, obviously, we're, we're splitting it all because we went in on it together. But had I not collaborated with this agent, uh, I think we did about 15 deals with this agent last year together. Had, I, had we not you know, gone in together and, and shared what we, the knowledge that we had, we wouldn't have been able to tackle this guy. And, and that's just one... Um, one form of collaboration. Another one is if, if, if you've got a lender that you can partner with that's willing to do some marketing with you, um, I know a lot of case, in a lot of cases, lenders can split up to 50% on, say, Zillow marketing or Facebook marketing or any type of flyers. You know, take big advantage of collaboration because I think it's, it's going to be something that a lot of agents overlook. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So give me some examples like how you're collaborating. What does that mean? So, for example, when I got into the business, again, I didn't have the clout or the, the numbers to go to an agent at that or to go to a lender at that time and say, hey, give me X amount of dollars a month 
for marketing and I'll turn it into more money for you. I didn't really have anything to back that up. So I actually collaborated with a younger lender and we started doing uh, marketing videos together. Really nice, you know, stylized type of marketing videos that really stood out. No one else was really doing anything like this at the time. Now, since we started doing that, we've had a lot of copycat people in, in our local market doing the same thing, which is fine. But um, that was huge for local brand recognition because we were putting these, not only was I putting them out on my social media, Facebook, all that, he was doing the same thing. So we've got double the audience on these things. And it was a way for us to collaborate and help each other grow without me having my hand out asking for, you know, marketing money, so to speak. It was more a way for us to both grow at the same time without having to spend a lot of money. That was a huge part of, of the success that I had early on as well. So, you know, I'd I, I tell agents, make sure that you're not afraid to share or collaborate with other agents. And then especially reach out to lenders, reach out to title companies, reach out to, uh, to escrow, whoever's willing to collaborate with you. It, it can be, it can pay dividends in the long run. Right, right, right. Okay. So uh, I agree with that. And I think that uh, more agents should do that. And I think more agents try to, you know, tackle the world by themselves. So yes. um, I like that. So, all right. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, your digital billboard. Why yeah. don't you tell me about that? Yeah, you know, it's 2018 now. And um, I mean, let's face it. I was at the, a restaurant the other day and I was in Las Vegas with my family and I just kind of took a look around the, the restaurant and I noticed that at every table, there's about four, average three or four people at every table and out of the three or four, at least two of them were looking down at their phones. Mm. And um, I believe that. You know, it's, it's sad. I don't know what that says about our society, but it, it's just a fact, right? We're all got our phones yeah, in front of our faces. You know, except for, I mean, you, you know, Steve Jobs predicted that before the iPhone even came out. He predicted that the phone will be an appendage of the body one day, and that's uh, exactly what's happened, you know? Yeah, yeah, he, he predicted it all right, and it's, it's definitely coming to fruition. Now, the big thing used to be, right, if you're a local business if you can just get on the billboard of your local town or the main drag, or if you can get on the freeway billboard, then you're going to have a lot of eyeballs on you. And, and that's still the case. People are still driving by. But what I've implemented just recently, and I think it's going to be huge for our growth here in 2018, is um, setting up, you know, most agents have a Facebook business page, right? So you can go in and if you don't know how to do this, ask someone or find out because there's someone out there that will know how to do this. And again, Pat, I'm not a big proponent of dropping a lot of money on marketing. Or I'm not one of those uh, agents that says, you know, spend a ton of money. But you can do for, I'd say, anywhere for, from 50 to $150 a month, create a small ad on Facebook that will basically... Um, you can target it down to where people in your local marketplace are going to be seeing your face, almost like a digital billboard, reoccurring every single day or every single week. And this is something that I've, I've already gotten multiple leads off of this type of an ad. Um, and I call it just a digital billboard. It's a way to stay top of mind in your local market. People are seeing this every single day or every week, and it's, it's something that I would definitely 
uh, urge other agents to do as well because instead of paying 5000 a month to be on a billboard, you drop a couple hundred bucks, if that, and you're going to get as many eyeballs on, on uh, your ad as you would on a billboard. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And, and um, the, the cost is drastically different, right? I mean, Absolutely, massively yes. different. And if you're, if you're not to add to that real quick, Pat, if you, yeah. don't, if you have a website, I'd say add the link or something to that digital billboard, you know, maybe a little shop now button or, a, you know, search homes here button because, yeah, they might see it two or three times and, and maybe they're in the market for a house, but they have their answer realtor or something. And then, you know, after the fifth time they see it, they think, you know what, let me just jump on here and see what they have to offer. And, you know, before you know it, they're filling out your, your search criteria and, and you got their information there. So you can dig into that a little deeper with setting up landing pages and all that. But I, I definitely advise most agents to have some sort of a digital billboard, 50, 75 bucks a month. It, it's well worth it. Yeah. Yeah. How, how are you getting listings now in this tough market of yours? Well, you know, I'll be honest. I think Pat with, I think most of the country, I mean, I don't know what's, you, what's your market out there doing? Is it still going up? Is it hanging yeah, steady? Yeah. I mean, markets, you know, I'm in two markets. I live in, in Maryland and in South Carolina and both markets are, are hot. You know, both markets are hot, real yeah. hot, like burning hot. Right. Yeah, I hear you. And, and most markets, from what I'm hearing around the nation, I, I talk to a lot of agents all over the, the United States, and most markets are hot, right? So what I've been doing and what I'm going to double down on this mm. year, because it's, it, it's working so well, it'd be stupid not to. Yeah. I've been doubling down on a circle prospecting. So because homes have come up so high, and I, you know, if you're not looking into the market every day like we are, a lot of homeowners don't realize what homes are worth right now. That a lot of them still think, you know, the market is what it was two or three years ago. And what I've been doing is every home, when I list a home, I'll call the whole neighborhood, and you can get these numbers because that's always the question: Well, where do I get the numbers? There's a couple different companies you can get the numbers from. So there's one called Coal. C-O-L. Yeah, cold directory, right? Cold directory, you can Google it. Uh, if you have Red X, you can use um, Geo Leads there. But Circle Prospecting, I literally listed three houses on one street because of Circle Prospecting. Okay, so wait a minute. Let's go to the back there. Tell me yeah. how you did that. Like, you know, walk us through that. I'll walk you right through it. So I, I took a listing uh, that was a referral on a, on a, a street and – Obviously, we sold that one. It sold above list price. And what I did... So that was just a normal referral, dum da dum da dum and then... Normal we referral. When that one sold, I called about 300 homes around that neighborhood. And what'd you say? And I basically just said, this is James Shelby with Signature Real Estate. I, I just sold one of your neighbor's homes around the corner. It sold for X amount. Or what I usually like to say, Pat, especially if, if there's some thing that, uh, you know, if we had multiple offers or it sold above list price, I'll, I'll usually say, you know what, we had, and, I, and I'm enthusiastic about it, I say, hey, you know what, we had four offers on this property, it sold above list price in two days on the market. Are you thinking about making a move yourself? Or I'll say, when are you thinking about making a move? And, um, you know, it's a numbers game, obviously, but when the market's hot and I don't see it slowing down this year, uh, sometimes that number that homes sell for is a shock to people. 
And if they were thinking about making a move, and sometimes even if they weren't, if they realize, hey, I can make 100 grand on my house that I bought three years ago, um, a lot of times it gets, gets people thinking. So Yeah, people love that. I mean, so like are these cell phone numbers and home lines? Now on Red X, you can get cell phone numbers. I believe, Cole, you can get cell phone numbers as well. Um, I've found more success getting people on the landlines, but I, I do both. Yeah, and, and that always used to work good for me too. Was you know just hey, I just sold this house. I'm looking for more inventory. Bottom line, and and the funny thing is, is an agent like you, right? A single agent, you know, not a big team, um, can be a neighborhood expert with one listing. And a matter of fact, you can be a neighborhood expert with one listing three miles away, right? You could just be cool. like. I sold a house on, you know, one, two, three Lingate Court, and uh, I'm calling around to, you know, find some more inventory because I'm still getting buyer calls off the sign because even though it's sold. And, you know, that could be three miles away, and they're going to, they might search in their mind for a minute. What the hell is Lingate Court? Well, it must be one of those streets. I can never remember the streets around here. You know what I mean? Yep. Not everybody sits there and looks at all the damn streets in their neighborhood. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the best thing about calling these, these just sold, you know, circle prospecting homes is no one's calling them. So, you know, you get up and you call your expired, you call your for sale by owners and they're yelling at you because you're the 50th person to call them. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. you know you, you'll, you'll nail some. I mean, we still list expired and it's still part of what we do. But when you're calling on these circle prospecting um you know, they're not usually going to yell at you. I mean, they might not need what you're, what you're, uh, they might not be wanting to sell, but when you do get the one, you're usually the only person that is, uh, that's, you know, there's no competition really. Right. You're, you're the no, guy. Yeah. Yeah. And the proof's in the pudding because you just sold their neighbor's house for six grand over asking or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, they know you can get the job done. Wow. So, you know, James, you've, you've done a really good job in five years of making yourself stand out in a crowd. You know, when, whenever I see photos of you and when you've come in on the show, like today, you're wearing this incredible suit with, you know, <laughs> with a vest yep. and everything. <laughs> and uh, uh, so tell me about that. Like, why do you do that? And, and, and yeah. you're conscious about standing out. And so talk to me about that a little bit. You know, Pat, I think 
almost above everything else since I got in the industry. And it's sad that this is the case, but people know me for being the guy that, that dresses up and, and uh, you know, is, is the sharp, dapper, whatever you want to call it guy. And, and I think that if you can find something like that, uh, some sort of a niche, I guess, um, use it to your advantage. But, you know, even just dressing the part, I think this industry has gotten really, really watered down. The barrier to entry is so low, right? That um, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is getting their real estate license, which is fine. But, you know, you have uh, agents showing up in flip flops and, and <laughs> tank tops, and even just, you know, jeans and a button up is. Is fine, I guess, but if you really want to set yourself apart from 95% of uh, agents in the industry, uh, it goes a long way to upgrade. Upgrade everything about yourself. You know, upgrade your haircut, your grooming, upgrade your wardrobe. And that doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money. I think that's a common misconception that people think, oh, I don't have the money for the $1,000 tailored suits. You don't need that. You know, you can go to, uh, well, maybe H&M is a bad example now that they're in the news negatively <laughs> recently, but there are places you can go and get a nice suit that'll fit good for, for not a lot of money. Right. And, you know, I, I just, I've found that when you're standing in line, even at the store and you're dressed to the nines, people ask you, well, hey, what are you dressed up for? Oh, you know what? I sell real estate. And then you already started the conversation with some yeah. of that. Yeah, people, I, I mean, I used to do the same thing when I was in the business and, and yep. growing my business. And people used to always think I was a lawyer because <laughs> I always wore a tie and everything. You know what I mean? But like, no, I'm a real estate agent and, you know, here's my card. But no, I love it. I love it. You know, you got to, you, you, you know, it helped me because I always look so young, right? It helped me look serious. And yes. I think that people like to work with serious professionals you don't want you don't want to hire a lawyer that's goofy you don't want to hire a, a doctor that's goofy yet to some degree you want them to be serious and i think the same thing is with a real estate agent you know you're paying them big bucks you want them to be serious there's no way to say i'm serious other uh, you know that's better than uh you know dressing to the nines right absolutely and and you know it gives people something to talk about you know i mean especially if you're putting it out there, I know we went over social media a lot last time, so I won't dig too much into it, but you know, if you're constantly putting yourself out there as the professional, as, as the one that dresses up and, and gets the job done, you know, if you go on an appointment with, you're going against three other agents and, you know, two of them showed up in, uh, you know, jeans and you, you come in right. looking like uh, you stepped out of GQ. Boom. I think, Chances of going up, uh, getting that appointment goes up. You know, getting that listing goes I know, up. I've gotten up. listings like that before. Yes. I've gotten listings of major competitors just from being better dressed, believe it or not, because they said, hey, you guys are more serious or you're serious. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think the public, unfortunately, sees real, real estate agents as everyone's the same. You know, oh, you guys are all the same, and I'll just right. hire the cheapest one. But, you know, if you can set yourself apart as a professional, um, obviously you studying your scripts, you know, your listing appointment, you know, you know, all that stuff, but then on top of that, you're dressed uh, professionally and, uh, you present yourself in a professional manner. You're going to do a lot more business than, uh, than you would in flip flops, you know, and 
I, I can already hear, I, I can see the people rolling their eyes now, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of agents that they don't like when I say that and then they, they'll fight me on it, which is fine to each, to each their own. I don't begrudge anyone that doesn't want to dress up, but I found for myself that, uh, it's been a, a um, it's been, it's worked out to my advantage. Yeah. hundred percent. I get it. All right. Well, listen, James, this has been awesome, buddy. I really appreciate you coming back. No, I'm going to put all the information you. we talked about on hybendigital.com backslash James Shelby two, the number two, James Shelby, the number two. And James, everybody that comes on today brings a free gift uh, that the Rockstar Nation, you know, can use in their daily business and, and uh, we put it in our agent success toolbox. What did you bring everybody today? Uh, I'm going to give them a list of different ways you can get a listing. So different sources, so to speak. So I'll give them a list of uh, different ideas maybe they haven't thought of, uh, different ways to go after listings. That's awesome. So, guys, if you want that, grab it off of James's show notes. Uh, you could also get it in the agent success toolbox by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444-999. It will be in there along with all the other tools that agents have brought. James, you're awesome, buddy. I really appreciate you coming by the show today. And uh, best of luck to you. If I'm in Temecula, I will look you up and we'll break some bread. All right. I love that. Thanks, Pat. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.